we're not that clever. <laughs> you know what it was? Is like because we we set it up for having like like musicians and that, and then we realized when we were getting people who weren't like musicians or like that. That makes no fucking sense. I had to like <laughs> delete and add some What's questions. My name? Mm, we can come up. We did do a rapper name before. Yeah. We done a rapper name generator. I can't remember what any of ours was like, yeah. but they're probably all terrible. <laughs> as much we do memorable. Rowan? Yeah. yeah, we're always rolling. Help yourself with water as well, by the way. Thank you. I will. You always like to stay hydrated in this show. <laughs> Well, you've really come from. Did you print out your pre-interview questions? Yeah, it's because I'm freaking out. No, because we never even. <laughs> Kim, I've never even thought to do that. We've been doing this for like two years just to actually print it out on a sheet rather than looking at my phone. Trying I'm to just digital. I just like having everything on my phone. Yes. I'm just one of these like people who like a list and like everything written down. Oh, yeah. you're a woman after my own heart. I fucking love a list. Love a list too. My uh, my missus, she hates being organised. Like. <laughs> Sunday, we're like, we were going out for dinner with our parents, and I said to her on Sunday morning, I was like, what time are we meet your parents? I don't know. And it started stresses me out. I'm like, we'll just find out. Just, yeah. She's like, why? I was like, so we can when we're meeting them. Or <laughs> oh, she doesn't yeah, pack her suitcase and throw it the day have before. An itinerary. It's like, okay, so at 10 o'clock we have to be here, and then that'll take six minutes, and then we have to go here. Love it. Absolutely oh, no. love it. No, it's terrible. I'm the organized one in my relationship, and that, which is no good for my relationship because we're in a, I am not an organized shit. person. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I, I am so, sometimes. Like, I'm not. Can the, um, the day I'm most productive is Thursday morning. Hold on, I'm, you agreed a little bit too hard with that. Are you saying I'm not organized? No, you're not organized, Michael. Give me some examples here. Your general well-being. <laughs> The conversations we often have. The conversations on the oh, way here. Oh yeah. shit, I forgot. The fact that you never asked for the Podbean money until after it's come out of your bank account, <laughs> even though it comes that out. That just this, means I'm bowling, baby. It comes out on the same day every single month. I know Andy hit me up today. He was like, here for two months, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Taking shit up. To be honest, if it wasn't for Andy Mack, this podcast would have crumbled well over. 45 episodes ago <laughs> if that just the oil that keeps this machine running yeah the holding midfielder <coughs> I was going to get you like a, a Patrick Vieira top or something or a Roy Keane shirt you'll see me getting a fucking English team shirt man. Come ah so, sorry <laughs> Barry Robson then there you go I was trying to name a Dundee United player that played ah, midfield like here oh. them ones that uh, Steph Bednarek always wears on his Facebook are smart as fuck yeah that, he, I keep I keep talking about it. I fucking I hate them, but I love that Arsenal shirt that just came out last the year. One. The no, not the banana one. one. The 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 home one with like the Adidas stripes oh, down the oh, sleeve. Right, okay. It's just smart. But then apparently Celtic are getting sponsored by Adidas next year, so oh. I'm hudding it. I'm hudding it. Oh no, they weren't. Steph's a Steph's a hardcore United fan, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. I'd love to go on a session with that man. He seems like he don't. He, he doesn't be, stop he used the days. With, with Chuff back in the day. Right. Like, apparently the man can put away a tank of it. So I'd, I'd, f- I'd fair be up for a session with old Steph. Like, seems it'll be a giggle. <laughs> a giggle. A giggle. Right, will we get started? Oh, we giggle. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> what the fuck was that? A wee giggle. It sounded weird. Sorry. That's right. Don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, El Grande Nippes. The big nip. The big nip. Nippity doo Cons man. Dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> M-E-T-H-V-E-N. Man. Man. Here I am. 
Here I am. The medicine man. <laughs> I love how Andy cringes every time we say that. I can see if you're just it. gonna keep going for until you stop cringing. That's the only reason we do it now. I'm doing it until you put like the uh, the background song to that song to the. It's one of the only. It. It's one of the only things I've ever seen that gives and gets a rise out. Andy is when me and Mike murder Wu Tang Clan yeah. every week for three seconds. I think I need to also known as words with dots. Words with dots. It's kind of a long one. Bear with me. All right. Uh, stress is the trash of modern life. We all generate it, but if you don't dispose of it properly, it will pile up and it will overtake your life. That's a good thing, actually, Mike. It's well a done. good one, right? You just tell because we had a guest on this week. Mike's been furiously scouring <laughs> the internet. No, it wasn't. It was. It does fit. It does fit with our guest, which she's coming on to talk about. So, but yeah, it's, uh, it was a good one. We also got uh, the Patrick Vieira, the Zinedine Zidane, the Roy Keane. The Neil Lennon. The Tom Brady. <laughs> the Tom Brady of this of this podcast. It's your old dad, Andy Mack, on the ones and twos. What's happening? Can we uh, stick with the Zidane one? The Zidane one. he was my favourite player. Okay, so I'll we'll stick with that, Zidane. Right. Next week goes the Zidane. And we're also joined this week by very special guest, Amanda McClintock, of the Women's Wellbeing Club in Perth. How are you, pal? I'm good, thank you. Thank you very much for coming along. Thank you for inviting me. No, you're very welcome. So we usually do... A wee bit of housekeeping, a bit of chit chat, and then we'll jump in. We'll ask you a few questions if that's all right. Excellent. I know you've got your list and you're prepared. I've, I've got my list. We're gonna get a photo. Get of, we're gonna get a photo of that when we go online, just okay. as well. Um, Don't mock me. <laughs> you will not be mocked for organisation in this house. I say that like it's anywhere, but not in my house. Like it's your house. Who's <laughs> house? <laughs> We got uh, we got a fair bit of feedback on the old social media post this week, didn't we, Michael? We do. We also have some patrons. Though. Oh shit! Yeah, Hi-o. Ali Cook, come on down. I got Ali Cook, a man. He was probably about seventy five percent of the feedback. He was. Uh, he was going to work. Yeah, I actually feel like when I don't put the Facebook post up, I disappoint him, and I don't like disappointing. I think Ali I got Cook. a message off him that was then removed because, like, he said like nowhere to put the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> but then I think the post went up and he took it off and then put it on there. So yeah. So, so now I, I've tried to slot it into my week every week where I should. I should have done it anyway, but slot it into my week where I put the Facebook post up. So sorry, Ali. Uh, Craig McCaffrey. Craig. Danielle. K. K. Nee Miller. There you go. Uh, Fraserifi. Reeve Dog. J. Dub. Jason West. Oh, Nine, and, the, and the Tayport Breakers. And the Tayport Breakers. Yes. We're going to go. We're gonna he also he sent us a voice message I'm going to play because I could listen to that man's voice yes. all day. It's smooth like was that? Oh, that was sent recently. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I started playing it before. Jay, when you, when you listen to I want to be the voice of the Tayport, Tayport Breakers. I want to be like the play by play. already got Jay. No, but he's he's gonna be on the field doing all the stuff. I want to be like in uh, in the booth doing play by play. Can you imagine right? you were the opposing coach and like you were trying to argue with Jay about a call on? He just wouldn't. Like that's a foul, foul ball. Carry on. He's that large and he has a baseball bat. You, yeah. you can't do that. Night and day. Roddy badass. Hot rod. Sean Bartlett. Like Sean and Steven Stosh Tosh. Like sexy. D and D Stosh. He wants to play Dungeons oh, yeah, and Dragons. Oh, he's itching for that. I'm dying. That'd be some great content. No, it won't. It wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it would be. I'd love to see your old dad slagging off a D&D board and then getting right into it after about half an hour and absolutely slaying it down. Plus, I reckon it'd be right up your street, that whole tactical. I'm sure it probably would. That's probably why I'm scared to play it. <laughs> Take all your I'm life like, nah, I'm all right. That's <laughs> no for me, but secretly deep inside, I'm like, I'd be all Itching for a game of D&D. You ever played Dungeons and Dragons, Amanda? No. No? Sorry, no. <laughs> we do have a, a new sponsor as well. Oh, shit, so we do. Yeah. Back on the board, Stevie yeah. Mac Skate School. Yeah, we got a little applause there from Stevie Mac. Stevie Mac Skate School. See, this is something that, it, it's good timing, Stevie Mac. 
because he came to us, said he wanted to sponsor the show. Of course, he's a friend of the show. We want to you have him on. You know what he said on. as well? Is that he said, it's coming up for springtime and I want to get folk buzzing. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, like, Perfect time for it. Stevie Mac Skate School. Stevie Mac runs his own skate school down at, is it the South Inch? Yeah, skate park, yeah. It's down at the skate park in the South Inch. This is going to make you want to go do this. He's doing it for charitable reasons. Uh, Stevie Max is donating all the proceeds for from uh, this season to... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Where is it? Where is it? Mind how you're organized, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> the list. <laughs> I do need my list. Uh, he said oh, all proceeds are getting donated to Skate Pal. Uh, so it's uh, he says it's a rad thing happening out in Palestine, which would be good to support. So he's not only supporting us, but we're in turn going to help support uh, everybody out in Palestine who's doing the skate pal thing. So uh, if you want to get your kids involved in something that is going to be, it's not the norm. You don't have to sign them up for rugby. You don't want to sign them up for soccer or football. Why not sign them up for some 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 skateboards, skateboarding lessons? Let Stevie Mac do it. Top guy, get him no, down there. Talk, Stevie Mac Skate School. Find them out on. Facebook. Facebook, yes. Yes, sir. Uh, so we had a fair bit of <clears throat> feedback on the social media posts. Yes. Um, Ali Cook was a big believer in why you should work on your, old, your own flexibility. He said your old dad is absolutely bang on about taking care of your posterior chain, both in terms of basic strength and flexibility. He went on to go into great detail, so please check the Facebook for that one. <laughs> um, he did have a bit to say on the handshakes and coronavirus. And as well as tell me that the Myers Briggs personality test was absolute nonsense. <clears throat> Lol. So that's what I thought. Uh, and Tapeworm Breakers like to quote the meats in the jeans quality. <laughs> <laughs> was that me that said that? I, I think, think it, it must me. be. I don't know if I said that. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I said it was in his jeans. Yeah. A fair bit of feedback <laughs> on the old uh, hot dog and mustard pizza. I'm going to show our guest that, Amanda. What do you reckon of that one? I actually answered on did the Did you? Post. Oh, good oh. for you. I did. Uh, I said no that. to the whole pizza and domino thing. <laughs> oh. See, I'm not a big fan of dominoes either. Like dominoes. Especially in Perth, you've got a lot of decent decent pizzas going about. And it Other doesn't have pizzerias to be. are available. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Better ones as well. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. love a bit of A1. Mm-hmm. Someone said, uh, well, this is Michael Marley, toppings bra, but not as it's from Domino's. I don't know of any other places that put hot dogs on pizzas. I'm pretty sure if you phoned pizza up A1, hot. they'd Aye. stick in. Do they? Is Pizza still open? No, no. Pizza no, is a mountain gone. warehouse oh, shop okay. now in it's Perth. No. Yeah. I went doing the it's shitter. Gone. A lot of the feedback was on the mustard, though. A lot of people went down with mustard. Nah. Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> mustard on pizza. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Sean Bartlett definitely bra. Stephen Tosh, I'd give it a go, but I doubt it's anything special. Title of his sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, That's funny. Daniel Goddard said she had it. It was bra, but the cheeseburger one is better. A cheeseburger pizza. It's just getting fast and loose now, eh? Yeah. What's wrong with pepperoni and jalapenos? While we're on the topic, we'll do a quick bra now here. It says the prices of Domino's. Do you think Domino's is overrated? Oh, not overrated, but I think it's too expensive. See, the only time I get Domino's is on a Saturday when I'm too hungover to get to Morrison's because mm. they're the only place that deliver at midday. All right. I had one day, there was a day where we had a... That's low. Megan, Megan was away with work and we had a house view in the very next day. And I was off on the Tuesday to clean up. And I cleaned the hill house top to bottom and I ordered two pizzas and I had one for my lunch and one for my dinner so I didn't have to use any plates. Wow. Not working hard, working smart. <laughs> Says my heart. Um, <laughs> back on the, the firm handshake post, 
Jay West put firm handshakes, yes, but there want to be hard men that try and break your hand because they think, I don't know, it asserts dominance or whatever, can get bent. <laughs> Mm. And I said, like, when's the last time you heard someone say get bent? Late late 80s? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, primary sex. <laughs> uh, Sandy Asimov Pentland put, rather have a lamp, limp handshake than a limp cock. Okay. That's, uh, that's an opinion. <laughs> uh, Bobby Parker has to be firm, anything less, deeply fucking suspicious. Uh, <laughs> Alan Rowe, firm in contact with eye contact and use their name if possible. Michael. I don't. Jordan. <laughs> Uh, David Hunter, former sponsor, think is a good sign of trust, especially when business is involved, and possible reassurance for potential custom. Hmm. It's good to hear from a working well, man. David Hunter, painter and decorator, is a painter and decorator. So yeah, he probably wants to go in there first. You got to wipe his hand off on the white on the white. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? And then yeah, do the old workman wipe, like yeah, workman wipe. There you go. As if rubbing it or some manky overalls is going to clear whatever's on your <laughs> mechanics are the worst day. Yeah. You like, come away with your hand you dipped in oil. Mechanic hands are, are gross. Saying that, like me and Mike have got office hands, so those are all nice and soft. Soft, yeah, <laughs> like a baby's bottom. Uh, and last one here, Barry Simpson just put, never trust a limp handshake. No. That's how I imagine he said it. That's not how he typed it at all. But, uh, yeah. What's this a sweaty handshake? Goldfish. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. See, now, I, I'm always getting really aware if, if I'm sweating in public, like ultra aware. Mm. Is that my, just, just me or everyone else just like walking around sweaty or? Uh, I'm, am I aware? Uh, well, I'm aware of it, but it doesn't put me off really. Did you, like... A sweaty hand doesn't put you off. Oh, okay. I thought you meant just sweaty in general. <laughs> no, right. Well, that <laughs> makes me nervous too. If somebody's just pissing with sweat and you're just sitting at the office, I'm like, what's wrong with you? I notice pit stains quite quickly on people. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Fucks me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucks yeah. Me up. <laughs> Any other feedback for the day? Um... We do have that. We have that voice. Uh, a voice note from Jay West. I just want to let everyone in on this. Like, have we it, played Jay West for? Uh, he he chimed in for the hundredth episode, didn't he, Jay? No, he didn't. Okay, no, listen so. to the dulcet tones of Jay West, everyone. Here you go. Man, I started not even to put that damn uh, pickled okra comment on there because I know y'all just gonna be like, he's so damn country. But anyway, uh, hopefully we'll get over to cook some some biscuits or something here pretty soon but uh till then man y'all have a good show beautiful now by biscuits he means you get, it sounded like he was cooking something it sounded like someone was getting like grilled in the background there, there. was some pig behind them getting cooked up it sounded like <laughs> like he's wrestled there. himself onto the grill a hot shirtless cigarette hanging <laughs> out of his mouth he's talking to his phone he hit with one punch and then went down <laughs> yeah I think by biscuits he means rolls. Um, um, yeah, what Americans would call a biscuit. So like a savory scone, you know what I mean? Do like a wee buttered scone. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. yeah. Not your uh, cookie biscuits. That's not what we're talking about. Cookie biscuits. Yeah, what we call biscuit. Well, you guys call biscuits. We call Chicken, cookies. biscuits, and gravy, man. Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like a hard dough bowl then? Kinda, kind of, kind of, yeah. It's kind of like a savory scone. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like, so. Okay. More crumbly, I think. Yeah. Well, scones are pretty crumbly too. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I could be on board with that. Yeah. I'm not a big gravy guy though. Oh no, gravy, lots of gravy. Do you no. get biscuits from KFC here? I don't no. think so. No. They only just started doing Let's gravy right from now. KFC right now. not long ago. <laughs> Why do we always circle back to KFC? I don't know, but I don't even like KFC. I don't know. <laughs> KFC is like ones you get a decent one, like one in every five visits. Yeah, 
I I don't get like the bucket or I I get like the wraps or the, or like the burgers. Yeah, I don't really. Oh, fuck, I'm starving. Yeah, I'm hungry too. Anyway, we'll carry on. So yeah, we are joined this week by Amanda McClintock of the Women's Wellbeing Club in Perth. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Listen, we had your husband on a few weeks ago, Alex McClintock of Andy's Man Club. Absolutely. And I'm not going to say this is the female equivalent, but is that where it sort of started from? Is this well, where I'm, it stemmed from? The better from? half. The better half, <laughs> yes. So is that where it stemmed from? Was it um, from? Yeah, I mean, it basically started by two guys who are down in Devon area. Mm-hmm. They're Andy's Man Club facilitators. And they kept getting asked, and just, uh, just like we get asked, um, why is there nothing for women? Mm-hmm. So that's why it was set up. So okay. It's nice. not part of Andy's Man Club, but it's the same guys who mm-hmm. run Andy's Man Club who are helping set this up. So mm, Brilliant. So... Yeah. How, so did you did you get involved because obviously Alex was with Andy's Man Club or was it something you'd been interested in doing yourself? Was it part of your work outside of uh, it? Or? No, it's actually through um, what Adam and Alex are doing mm-hmm. in Perth. Um, and I kept getting asked, you know, when are you going to have a women's group? And people kept coming up to me and sort of speaking to me and saying, how do I support my husband, my son, my relative you know and I was like I don't know I need to find out more Mm -hmm. how can we help these people so um a lot of the ladies that Alex works with in Mm. the prison service um, they're part of like a a, an awareness group and they were all asking for a women's group as well so with the help of all of these guys they just decided to set one up in Perth. But so do you get get a lot of people that like you say are, are looking for ways to support their partners who are maybe struggling themselves. We do actually, yeah. There's a lot of people who contact us because they've heard about it through um, Andy's Man Club. But there's also people who have just seen the Facebook page now mm-hmm. and seen us in Costas sitting on a Tuesday night. So yeah. they'll come over and speak. So, mm-hmm. so we've had we've had Alex on. So we explain, give a little background what Andy's Man Club is, mm-hmm. uh, just for any new listeners. So you just want to explain what Andy's Man Club is, and then anything different maybe that you may do for. For your, for no your club? Um, well, Andy's Man Club is a peer-to-peer support group um, for men um, over the age of 18. Um, you don't have to be suffering from mental health um, issues to attend the group. You could be there to build networks, get support, find, you know, friendship. You could be isolated. You could also want to speak to people about, you know, any problems you're having. It's just a friendly ear to listen. Right. The women's group is exactly the same. Um, but for women, so, yep, you can just pop along, have a cuppa. We've got five questions that we ask on an evening, and <laughs> we can sit and chat about whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if this is the case, but, like, obviously there's been such a big focus on male mental health the last couple mm-hmm. of years because, obviously, it's, it's one of the biggest killer of men between the ages of 18 and 25. Or, yeah. I, I'm not sure, but... Uh-huh, under the age I, of 25. Do you yeah. think as well, not that women's mental health gets not a back seat, but... Is it maybe just, is it a different kettle of fish? Is it, or do you think, is it sort of same, similar things that are affecting them? Or can it be a case if it spreads from maybe they've got a partner who's suffering and they're not quite sure how? I think it can be. It's like men. I mean, it's like um, a whole variety of mm-hmm. reasons. You know, I could have gone to the supermarket and have not had the, the right washing up liquid. And, you know, <laughs> I get tearful if it's that time. <laughs> so I'm sorry. And sometimes I need to rant about that. And my husband looks at me like, it's washing up liquid. Come on, what are we doing? The one I get the most is that <laughs> my my uh, fiance she gets an issue, and I'll like, why don't you try this? And she's like, I don't want a solution. Don't I just fix want it. a vent. I just, so, I just want you to listen. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, women are better at speaking to each other. You know, we can go to the hairdressers and sit and 
vent for a whole hour. Hairdressers are great listeners, mm -hmm. um, but some people won't speak to their family members, you know, their partners, because they feel that they can't. They've maybe got problems themselves, mm -hmm. or they maybe think that they don't want to bother them with their mm -hmm. problems. So the fact that they're in a room with like-minded women, they can just get whatever off their chest. It's brilliant. Ah. It's, it's amazing things, really. Like it, the, we've, like most people, I think we've, we've all opened up about our own sort of mental health issues on this show over the course of the last two years. And speaking is definitely, I think, is one of the biggest factors in terms of getting yourself to a point where you, you can, mm -hmm. maybe not better, but you can actually start to build on it. So it must be, we said the same thing, Alex, it must be quite rewarding when you see someone who's maybe gone from not saying a word coming in to now being quite a focal part of the group. Absolutely. Um, we've actually, and I think I'd put one of the things here, one of the positives for me is... Um, there's there's one young woman who's who arrived the first week and you know she's quite withdrawn and you know she she'd come with somebody else who was there supporting her she didn't really say very much to now coming and helping me at events one day and telling people her story and saying to people you know if you want to attend a group I'll come and meet you at Costa's and I'll walk in with you that is amazing mm. you know I felt like a proud mum it's was, empowering uh, it yeah so to be able lovely. to help people yeah. really lovely yeah. It, is, it must be so. Was it Alex? Was, he, was, he was very open and honest about mm -hmm. his own struggles in, in the past as well. And I imagine to see how far he's come, it must be the type of thing that you want to think about. Well, if I can be there for someone who I care about so deeply, then I can definitely do it for other people Absolutely. who are maybe going to need that bit of support. Yeah. Well, one of the things that sort of Alex persuaded me to get involved because I, I was I wasn't the one that set up the group. Mm -hmm. um, there's two other ladies who. Um, are involved. Um, they're in peer to peer. I can't even say it. Sorry. Is it peer to peer? <laughs> they're, they're in peer to peer support yeah. um, already, and they're doing um, recovery, smart recovery groups. Mm -hmm. So they were really used to, you know, being out there helping people, organising groups. Um, I've never done anything like this before. Mm -hmm. So for me to go out there and firstly speak about myself is is awful. It's mm. so nerve wracking, um, and I always felt that I couldn't like speak to Alex about my problems because I didn't want to bother him. Mm. So it's really useful for me to be able to go and speak about my week, you know. Yeah. Did you feel bad speaking to him about your problems because he was maybe at, you know, the club, maybe even in the prison at work yeah. and then at the club and you kind Absolutely. of thought, I don't want to burden him with well, they so have, much Well, they have like five groups, mm. um, all of the online chats for all of these five groups, all of the facilities, <laughs> facilitators, <laughs> um, giving them grief and, you know, um, telling them about their problems. So he's trying to support them. Mm. You know, he doesn't need to be listening yeah. to all my well, I stuff. Said, I think we've, we've talked about not so much on a deeper level, but just doing this show each week. Like the amount of times we've shown up here having had a crap day at work mm -hmm. or that, and then you just... An hour and a half sitting with your pals talking absolute nonsense, and then you do go home. Do you speak home. about it though? Do you actually speak about what was bad about your day? And we do yeah. on the way here. We we normally we work in fairly similar jobs, so yeah, it's it's we'll quite. And then Andy's worked at that place before as well, so it's yeah. it's quite good to have someone who actually has an understanding of the, the escapes, <laughs> <laughs> the issues that you're facing. So yeah, I I, said, I went through about a year's of CBT as well up at the hospital, so like. I try and make a concerted effort now to actually vocalise if I'm yeah. having an issue rather than whereas I think especially we've talked before men are very bad it's going that's mm -hmm. alright I'll, I'll fucking sort it out it's yeah. fine 
I'm going to hunt something. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> but do, have you noticed? So do, do you notice any like sort of real differences between the way that sort of the, the men's group work and the women's group work in sort of? Well, obviously, a lot of it's confidentiality. Yeah, no, 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 not in yeah, detail. I, know, but just and like, I mean, I, I don't hear too much about how the men's group mm-hmm. runs, but um, I do hear some problems like men moan a lot more than women. Honestly, women are just oh, like... Oh, yeah, we do. We're we just, absolute we just go, blah, and then we sort of talk about it and offer solutions, and, yeah, it's, it's all good. Well, in my, in men my just speech, go on and on. Yeah, we talk a lot of shit. <laughs> Unlike your old dad over there, but like, I, I find women to be a lot more pragmatic yeah. and problem-solving than men who are just like, if I can't punch it, then I'm no fucking <laughs> I was thinking when you were talking about the group, I was like, I may feel more comfortable going to a women's group and talking about my because I feel like I would Absolutely. get the, the emotional support there and I would also get answers too, you know it's what I mean? Really and that's not to say that at Andy's Man Club you wouldn't get the emotional support, but I just feel like I, I, it would be more accepted for me. If I, if I, I, want, a bitch, if I want a bitch and a moan, I'll go to my pals, but if I want to actually get solutions to my issues, I either speak to my missus or I speak to my mum, because yeah. they'll yeah. give you such straight to the like. I remember I was in the midst of an anxiety attack the other week, and my missus just like, "Don't be so fucking stupid. What you actually, What's the issue here?" And I was just sort of like, "Stop." Yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Slap exactly. in the face. Yeah. Yes, Michael, she did. So, do you think like with the like recently with the with the passing of Caroline Flack, do you think that that will have an impact on? Not to say that it's the only thing that would have an impact on your numbers, not to sound so crass about it, but do you think that people would see that and be like, you know, hold on, I feel maybe similar to the way she did, maybe not on a grand scale, mm-hmm. but I should go talk to someone, or have you seen an impact I think yet? people might recognise the signs. We haven't seen an, uh, an impact yet because um, I've deliberately tried not to put anything on the Facebook page about um, Caroline Flack. I mean, it's terrible what happened, but... Um, you know, everyone has their own issues. We don't need to be jumping on the bandwagon with social media to mm. start yeah, to speaking about her. I mean, the whole point was this woman was struggling. She had lots of issues that she was trying to deal with and the media just wouldn't leave her alone. So, yeah. you know, for us, I've not deliberately not put anything online about that. But in Perth, just recently, there's been um, <clears throat> two ladies who actually took their lives just over the past couple of weeks and we did actually get... Um, a lot more hits on the website because of that. You know, people, family, friends, neighbours struggling and, you know, looking but for it's, support. It seems that things like this, even if you're not so much struggling with your own, it's just to maybe to try and gain an understanding of what Absolutely. the inside of a person who is struggling with mental yep. health is like. Because for some people who are lucky enough to maybe not struggle with their mm-hmm. mental health, it can be quite a foreign concept. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think with attitudes changing the way they are, a lot of people are realising that it is a lot like having... A physical illness mm-hmm. because it's not just a, it's not a case you wouldn't go up to somebody who's got the cold and say have you tried just not sneezing exactly, <laughs> you know I mean? it's, like, exactly. It's, it's to try and get that and at least I like I, I do I really appreciate what you said about not trying to jump jump on the bandwagon yeah. but like that's I think a lot of people's problems is the fact that this comes and it's almost like a tick mm-hmm. box exercise for these yep. big companies and the newspapers and the government whereas people like yourself and Alex these, these grassroots campaigns that are mm-hmm. actually trying to make a difference to people's lives is really what we need to be doing on a day-to-day basis is actually That's opening it. up a dialogue rather than just saying, oh, it's fine to talk, but only once you've finished all your work. Do you know exactly. what that type of thing is? Well, in our <laughs> like in our grandparents' days, and maybe even our parents' days, and especially because I'm a bit older than you guys, <laughs> um, especially when I was a kid, all our neighbours knew us. We spoke to all our neighbours. Um, we looked after like the, the old women along the road and you know, would say on a snowy day, 
do you want me to go and get milk for the, from the shop for mm. you? Um, or your mum would like clip you around the ear and say, go and get old oh. Jesse's milk for <laughs> her. We don't do that anymore. We no. don't look after our elders. We don't look after our neighbours. Sometimes we don't even speak to our neighbours. Mm. So I think that community has been lost. So we need to start bringing it back together. Why do we think that is? Why do you think that we're so kind of detached from our, our physical neighbours, people that live next door to us? We don't have great relationships with them anymore. I don't know. I don't know if, it's, if people move a lot more nowadays. I don't know if it's like it used to be that you know there'd be because my granny, up until like a couple of years ago, lived in the house that my dad and all of his siblings were born in. So it's a case of maybe it's a generational thing. You had people who've lived in the same house for sixty odd year. Yeah. So you've got no other option but to form a relationship with these people. But it's so much more like you're here or there a couple of years. You know I mean, you move, you go to a bigger place, you go to a smaller place, you move to in for your work. Is the problem with the world getting so much more connected is it instantly becomes more disconnected because yeah. you've got all the information, <clears throat> all the ability to speak to anyone in the world at your fingertips, mm-hmm. but maybe they speak to the person sat across for you. Yep. I could speak to um, my friend up the road um, all night on Facebook or WhatsApp, but she's just up the road. I've not gone to see her, you mm. know. Before I would have went up and sat in her house, but... I think as well, as it, it does have its point. I was having this conversation with my mum the other day that so when you get to a certain age that I am, out of all my pals, I'm one of the only ones left in Perth. Mm-hmm. So you've got no other option but to text and phone call and stuff like that. So it does have its pluses, but I think you're right. You're, everyone's lives are that yeah. end to end as well. Like <clears throat> It is difficult to have that open dialogue, which again is why things like the Women's Club and Andy's Man Club are so important just mm-hmm. to get people out of their houses and doing something a bit different. Yeah. How many times a week do you find yourself just sat in front of the telly mm-hmm. because yeah. you've nothing else to do? And that can get quite overwhelming as well, that Absolutely. lack of activity. Yeah. No. Do you preach that to the women that you, that you deal with, just being um, a bit more active as well? Do you, do you feel like that plays a role in... We're trying to do that, yeah. yep. Um, I do the... I say it not every week, but um, I do park run on a Saturday morning. Um, and I do suggest to the women, look, if you want to join, then this is where <coughs> I am. I'm here at half past nine on a Saturday morning. You know, by all means, come on, we'll come round, we'll walk it. I've not had any takers yet, but hopefully they're going to listen to this and come and join that me. That can be the difference, though, even if, like, if the option's there, even if you, you say no every week, just because you're mm-hmm. still being asked can be enough for some people to just think, well, that yep. means if I really one need... One day, yeah. yep. One yeah. day they might come. One day I'll go for a run. <laughs> it's not this day, but one day. One day. <laughs> one day I'll come. I say I don't run unless I'm being chased. <laughs> I use the term run very loosely. I, I kind of... Saunter. <laughs> around, saunter. Around, around, around the edge. A light jog. Saunter. I'd, yes. I'd actually go see if it was called the park saunter. I might so, actually go down. Do you know, do you know sometimes I actually, I, I did say to someone, um, if you see me rolling, just leave me. I'm, 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 I'm still, I'm going, as long as I'm, I'm moving, moving forward. <laughs> but what? I picture a saunter with a lot of arms, saunter. isn't it? It's like, ooh, ooh. I like a swagger. Like, like, a 5K swagger. <laughs> He's at the money walk, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Conor McGregor saunters. He saunters to and from the ring. He swaggers. It? A saunter's much more a saunter's saunter's casual. Casual, Uh, casual, a casual saunter. Do you think think Tyson Fury saunters, saunters to the right? He falumps, I reckon. (laughs) I reckon the words you use when he's—he's one of those guys. That's the word I've made up to describe him. He's one of those guys that he looks awkward, awkward everywhere but a boxing ring. Yeah. yeah, like if you see him like walking down the street, he's like, what the "Fuck, someone out there." But you see him in a boxing ring, he like just floats about the place. Yeah, I, re- I remember a guy. I can't mind who it was. He used to be a brilliant skater back in the day. But have you ever seen him walking? 
he looked like the most awkward, gangly fool in the world. But as soon as he jumped on a skateboard, it was unbelievable. I think it might have been my cousin. It was actually. <laughs> um, no, so <clears throat> we, we put this in here. So in terms of doing this, I imagine obviously mm. it's, it's hard. You've got, you've got husband, you've got kids. Um, yep, two girls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So trying to balance your life and have something as big as this in there must be quite difficult. But how do you feel that this has actually impacted your life? And um, I'm I'm a, a quite a strong person, and I'm also quite a, um, a, a bit loud and leery. And if I ever <laughs> feel that I'm 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 nervous or I'm keeping something in, instead of going really quiet, I'll go there and just be ridiculous um, and it just it hides everything that's in mm -hmm. and I found that by me attending the group I've actually realised it's alright to tell people that I've had a really shit week mm. um, you know and I've never really done that much before I just kind of have a little grump to myself and a strop and then I pull myself back out of it but no it is alright to feel like you've been hard done by this week yeah um and you know it helps you process it and deal with it in a bit more of a healthy way so that you don't Absolutely. hold on to the anger as well gotta feel Absolutely. it have yeah. to experience yeah. it yes i had the conversation with the, the wee man his dog passed away and i was trying to explain to him that see if you feel sad just fucking steer into it yeah As you've got to let yourself go through that i'm gonna laugh i'm gonna cry i'm gonna yeah. have a wee wobble you know yeah. that you've got to You've got to try and throw yourself into it, otherwise it just it becomes unhealthy. Yeah. Well, I mean, our um, our youngest one um, is 13, and she... It's been 13 is... A fucking is nightmare. so bad, you know. I bet you hear some stories, because my daughter is 11, and I she's going to be 11 next month, and I hear, like... I wouldn't go back 15 -year -old to stories. 13... No, not <laughs> if you paid me. And if, if I can give her anything, it's how to try and deal with all of this mm -hmm. emotional baggage that she's going to, like, store over the next couple of years, you know. This is what's going to shape her. So mm -hmm. if I can help her in any way by showing her that it is all right to talk about stuff um, and don't be ashamed of how you're feeling, don't be ashamed to cry, don't be ashamed to... Because you're just literally anger and, and hormones it. as a teenager. Oh, like, I, God, yeah. I used to think I wasn't that bad, and then I actually cast my mind back and I was like, fuck. <laughs> it's just full of rage. Yeah, yeah. for what? a good what? six years. We were so angry. And Why are you a teenage boy so angry? You wake up twenty year old like, well, yeah. <laughs> all right. And then Absolutely. you're just an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember telling my mom one day, like it was just like probably like the beginning of puberty, and I was like, I just want to fight someone for you, mom. <laughs> she was like, she was like, oh, okay. There's an episode title. I just want to fight someone for you, mom. Fight someone. <laughs> it's just weird. I just yeah yeah yeah. You could not yeah, pay me no. to go back to be a teenager at all. Yeah. I mean, like it was fun, but like when I think back to like the emotional turmoil, and then when you think about, you're like you thought your life was over, and then you think what about you like, do? ah, what a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Come on. look, I've got a spot in the middle of my forehead. My life is officially over. That girl I've been going out with for two weeks has just chucked me. Oh, I'm not, <laughs> I'll never love again. <laughs> and they used to write a mixtape about it. Oh, yeah. uh, burning you know? CDs. Oh, I've made a few mixtapes yeah. in my day. I'm yeah. <laughs> Burned a CD. Literal tapes. Yeah, I'm old. I made tapes. I may or may not have learned a song on the guitar for a lady or two. Oh, oh. well. Never actually played it. Oh, Megan. <laughs> I do sing to her quite often. Actually, no, she sings to me. She was. 
<laughs> she likes to take lyrics from songs and then make them really appropriate and then just sing them to me while I'm walking through the house. Appropriate? <laughs> Inappropriate. Inappropriate, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right. They're mostly about my arse. Does she want to do uh, a remix with uh, Chopsticks? <laughs> Make some of them inappropriate lyrics? That'd be hilarious. Yeah, I'd, I'd listen to that. <laughs> Chuffing Chopsticks. <laughs> What? <laughs> that would be like the the introduction. That's the show just descends. We've had a really nice, meaningful chat. I know. And it just descends into absolute <laughs> lunacy. Uh, anyway, no, we'll, we will. If you're happy to stick around and talk some utter bollocks with us for the next wee while, then it's been a pleasure. But no, uh, no do, do you want to say like where the group meets at? Yeah. Or yep, um, we meet every Tuesday night yeah. um, from half past six till half past eight up at the Cath Day Centre, which is up at the Leed side. Um, so it's just behind where the range is. It's in Catherine's. Oh, right. I know Park. where you are, yeah. Yeah, it's up there. Um, if anyone's nervous about attending the group for the first time and walking in that door for the first time, um, there will be some ladies from the group meet at Costa's in St. Catherine's Retail Park from 6 o'clock to about 25 past 6. So if they can walk to there, then we can give them a lift up to the group and back down again. So Amazing. Always someone there to guide them in. Excellent. Well, you say, yeah, if, if you, you have listened to this and you do want to reach out, like I say, we'll be sharing the details on the on all the yeah, social yeah. medias and that, so please do reach out. Even if you want to talk to us, we're here, we're nice, we're friendly. Yeah. We've been pointing the right directions. But, uh, yeah, so we'll be start talking some utter garbage. We can, Make yeah. a man of regret coming on the show. <laughs> there we go. Not at all. This is when, the, Oops, this is when it goes sorry. downhill. Yeah. <laughs> <This> is, uh, <clears throat> uh, I did have Caroline Flack on the, uh, on the list there. Um... I just, I just, it's quite, it was quite sad. It was very sad. And it was it was interesting to see like all the people on Twitter that were like, oh my God. And then there's original screen cap of their tweet about her that was something yeah. negative and it was kind of like... Yeah, I, again, I was, it was much like mine. I've tried not to jump on the bandwagon because I didn't know who she was other than reading her name here and there. And then I yeah. think the first time I actually heard about was the issue that she had towards the tail end of last year. Yeah. And uh, we, I think we... We, may we have, did talk we about may have touched it, on it yeah. and I was, and I remember saying on the show, like, look, it, you know, if this is she should be charged the same way that it should be for a, a male, which is fine. But I didn't think it was that big of a look, deal. The thing, the thing <laughs> I didn't well, think it was to the point where where, where we are now. Basically, it, it goes the same as as yes, if that was the crack, then that's bad, male or female. That's you shouldn't be raising your hands to anyone that you're in a relationship with. Yeah. End of the story. Man or woman. And to think that a woman can't be abusive again is also very naive. Mm -hmm. I knew a guy who was one of the biggest dudes I ever know and his ex used to knock him about and she was fucking totey. You know what I mean? But it's it's just what, and Andy's talked about this before as well, is it's trial by Twitter. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? The problem with these things is is the information gets leaked out to the press and people have that disconnect. Yeah, I thought that was illegal. I thought you couldn't talk about an ongoing trial here. Well, I think the media just... Yeah, how are you going to police it as well, though? And then the media as well, like the Sun and the Record, who have been retrospectively deleting all these articles where they absolutely vilified this lassie. Mm -hmm. And again, yeah. I think it's good, yeah. Maybe they've learned their lesson. Yeah, she might might have not been a very nice person, but regardless, she would deserve a trial Mm -hmm. and due process. She doesn't need... Because it doesn't matter who you are. Having millions of people on your social media day by day, regardless of what you post... You could post a photo of your cat mm-hmm. and all will be in your timeless. You're an arsehole. You're a horrible person. You should do this. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Go kill yourself. And it's people have that but disconnect. That is. That's, yeah. that's probably part of the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she's been reading social media and they have been absolutely vilifying her and saying, oh, you know, you are scum. Go kill yourself. Go do this. Go do that. 
how is she meant to feel? Yeah. You know, I know if someone was going on saying things like that to me, I would be. You find a lot of people who go in who have who are in the limelight a lot of the time are very, very self-conscious to begin yep. with. And that's why they got into that business is because they they thrive off the adulation and the, the like, you know what I mean? The, they thrive on the likes and the photos of themselves mm -hmm. looking beautiful and that. So to that end as well, it's going to show that those negative comments will maybe affect them harder than your average person. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? We might get that sort of shit every now and again on your social media, but is it going to be daily? Is it going to be constant? That's the thing. I, I, mean? I feel like... I hope this doesn't sound bad, but I feel like that that comes with the territory a bit. Yeah, yeah. Weeks and weeks of it, no. Yeah. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't have to sit down. You should, I think social media is not meant for that. The human brain isn't meant to see negative shit about themselves day in day out for for weeks on end. And that's not even just for her. That's for anybody. Like mm. Piers Morgan probably sees shit like that. But I mean, he's able to he's able to do. He probably likes it. To be fair, yeah, it's, it's, it's a but, it's a double edged sword because one day you'll have a. Someone who's in America who's struggling with cancer and can't afford their bills, and someone will start a GoFundMe, they'll raise all this money, and that person will get life-saving treatment. But then on the other side of the spectrum, you have these trolls who are sitting in people's comments, yeah, because they get some sort of thrill out of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, so what do you think is the answer? Like, especially for social media, do you think that you should have to provide some type of ID to sign up to these channels? So it's like you have to show your license or your passport, so we know that if you say something to whoever, or if you do something bad online, boom, we have your address, we can kick you off this channel, and if the police need, do need to be involved, we know where to direct them. Do you think that's a, an answer? We have enough data on you to do that anyway. Yeah. Also, <laughs> is, it, is it not, what about freedom of speech? Yeah, that's, that's, that's true that's, too, yeah. That's the problem. I think is it's difficult to police. You've got guys like Alex Jones and Tommy Robbins who got kicked off of Twitter because that's hate speech. You know what I mean, I think it's, and it, there is a fine line between having a strong opinion and just being a cunt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I had to sort of be so crass about it, but that's what these people are doing. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're getting their jollies out of making somebody feel shit. And the, the, you know, all these, like Facebook and, and Twitter, not so much Instagram, actually, even though Facebook is, owns Instagram. You but see a lot, the, of people, a, lot of, a lot of famous people just turn off the comments on their Instagram, yeah, which yeah. is what I would do. Which is what <laughs> I would do too, yeah. But it, it's like, they, they always say, you, you know, you, we need to know about these things in order... They they put the burden on the person, but I don't see any other way to to kind of fix it. You know what I mean? Like you need to report this and let us know that these people are are, are saying these things to you. But it's not nice. It's not nice if you hear something about yourself or you see something about yourself. Maybe not true. Maybe it is true. And then you have to go and tell them like, hey, this is this is going on. These four hundred people under a picture of my cat are are calling me an asshole. Look, look at Johnny Depp recently, and all that shit with him and his ex came oh, out, yeah, and he was, he was he uh, was a. He was put up as being the bad guy, and then a few months down the line, it came out that she, she was, was the abuser. Yeah. But you know, I mean, after how many months had he been getting all the shit? Because yeah, fair enough. The majority of the time, it, well, the, in the public eye, maybe I'm not saying all the time, the man, the man is usually the the perpetrator, mm. or in the most sort of public cases. Whereas maybe as a career hasn't been ended because of the size of him. But imagine that was someone. Imagine it turns out that Caroline Floyd does not seen yeah. this case. But imagine her boyfriend lied about the whole situation. Yeah. What happens then? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? No. That's the thing. It's it's a, it's a hard one and there's no easy answer to it. I know. But people are saying things like, uh, oh, she killed herself, so she must be guilty. That's... No. That's, <laughs> that's absolute bullshit. bollocks, yeah. Absolute bullshit. But like, the thing is, you've already, you've already been judged 
exactly. before that's, you've actually went through the due, went through due yeah. process. And that, you never know. That could have been what was the final. She saw no way out. So, yeah. It would just um, be like... She's been judged before. Good to, get, good to get her and be like, look, oh, something else is going to pop up and no one's going to even remember this in about two months' time. No one remember it. Please just but don't do it. For that, for that person, it's the every it's day. It's the end of it. Yeah, That's no. the every day. It's yeah. sad. It's really it sad. sad. So... Regardless of what your feelings is, just the, the yeah. thing is, I have as much as you say not jumping on the band, I have liked to see the thing is, yeah. just be kind, just don't be a dick. Yeah, you're right. That's that's maybe one of the more positive things that's come out of this. Um, not that yeah. there can be anything positive in somebody taking their own life, but maybe one of the positive social media messages is, you know, don't be a dick. Be kind. If you can be anything, just just be nice. Kind. Yeah, yeah. Be nice to people. If yeah. I always try and. Because I'm not saying I would be a dick, but I would sometimes argue with people like early days social media. And now I don't even bother. If yeah. I see something like, especially with podcasts I listen to, I'll go on there and I'll always say something positive and be like, you know what, this is a really good show, liked it, or this looks really good. Always support people I, on I, social I, media. There's I, enough I, negative. I stuff. find myself every now and again like seeing something on Twitter and thinking something and thinking, if I say this, yeah. is it really going to have any sort of positive no. impact? <laughs> Yes, I'll be annoyed for the next five minutes, but then I'll forget and I'll move on. How many yeah. times have you typed a message and then you just sort of went, mm-hmm. nah, let's just Three times that. a day at work. No Three problem. times a day. I'll <laughs> type out an email, I'll remove the C word that I've dropped in a couple of times and then we'll carry on. Yeah. But yeah, so just like, we won't dwell on it too much, but just be kind. Be, be nice kind. to each other. Yes. Please be kind, yes. Yeah. Don't I didn't know what want... someone else has gone through. You know, you don't. Exactly, yeah. You know what? Yeah, so being shitty is not... Being shitty is definitely not. But you know what's bra? Bra nah? Being kind. Oh, and okay. also bra nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what we got? So, um, yeah. We may have done this. Mince pie on a roll. Have we done this? Bra. Is it bra? I've never tried it. Ain't carbs it on carbs on carbs. Seems like too much for me. It's just a bit pointless with the, the casing of the pie. If you've got like a hard casing as well, it's just. I'd still say it's bra though. <laughs> just, just a soft pay. Soft pay. Yeah. Depends where the pay comes from. Where's your. Is it a Murray's pie? Yeah, so we'll say a Murray's other, pie. Other pies are available, but um, if it's a Murray's pie, then that could probably sway me from being. You need that roll soak up all the grease that comes yeah. out of Murray's pies. They're I a greasy pie. What's your roll uh, preference? Just a soft white, oh. soft white bap. Soft white, soft white soft bap. White just, bap. just on top of that. That's why they just call Jordan in school. Well, soft <laughs> white bap. <laughs> Still caught Still me. Still do. Uh, they've just, we've just literally to fill in with this. Bobby Parker has just tagged us all in something on Facebook. Uh-oh. A doner kebab in a pie. Oh, a doner no. kebab in a pie. In a pie. Let me in see. Is a picture? Hmm. Mm, I. I'd eat that. I think I'd fuck that right up. We'll share it on the <laughs> we'll share it on the Facebook page. Is there I, cheese in there though? No, no. I, okay, you can get like chili sauce oh, to dip no. in it though. Mm, I'd do that. That's what I'd do. I'd take a bite out of it to open it up and then get the chili sauce and the garlic Scoop mayo it. in it. That yeah. would be absolutely brilliant. That's a bra from me. That's yeah. two bras. See, I don't think there's any do need that. for the pastry. No, no, there isn't. Swap that for chips. No. But I need it. <laughs> well, for being healthy, I'll stick a wee potato on there, right? I always leave here and I just feel like I need to go destroy something. I need to go eat. Yeah. I'm again just with Chris. I'm getting to the point where he, he keeps wanting me to bust my calories. I'm getting to the point where I'm sick of eating mm. oh. each day because I'm, I just can't there's not enough time in the day to eat that much stuff. I think kind of the rock does it. I know, in between fucking hawking his tequila and movies oh. and TV shows. 
new tequila coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we wee plug there. I wonder if you'll send me some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rock's got his own tequila. Oh, yeah, he yeah. does, yeah. yeah. Hermana or something like that, it's something called, like that. Yeah. Pierre Dwayne, he's a short pal. Due out soon. I'm sure he listens. I'm sure he does. MCW. She says, I don't like Iron Brew. I'm sorry, but it tastes like what I imagined to be the insides of a test tube. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies if it helps. I bloody love haggis, kilts, and heather. So Iron, iron brew. brew. Just normal iron. I know we did the energy last week, but normal Iron Brew. Bra or no? Bra. You're wrong, Mari. I'm really sorry, but you're wrong there. Sandy says, but it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> says, I, Mary says, I really want to like it. I just can't. It tastes like arse. Apologies. There you go. And he says, that she says, is that how I feel about haggis? I disagree with that as well. I love a little I haggis. I love haggis, man. See, can I, I will make a mission. I actually prefer Iron Brew Extra. See, mm. no, I do like the limited edition stuff's delicious. Wait a minute. Yeah, we talked. I don't know if we talked about this. I had some like two weeks ago. It's good. But it's, I don't really know it's the difference. It's better than normal Iron Brew now, but I actually prefer the taste of Iron Brew Extra. I couldn't tell the difference. The sugar-free. I prefer a wee sugary-free, but Iron Brew's a resounding bra, surely. Definitely. Bro Somebody take her Scottish card away for her. Definitely, bro. Out of order, <laughs> Mary. Out of order. What's next, Mike? <clears throat> My daughter's calling me again, but I'm going to answer this one. Uh, yeah, I have to think it. Uh, Danielle K, so sweet and salted popcorn. Love it, she says. It's a bra from her. What about us? What do we think? Sweet and salt is the way to go when yeah. you're getting popcorn. Yeah. Salted. 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 salted Just salted. Yeah. yeah I don't get really a hard like, man. It's not. I don't like sweet cotton. Sweet and salt is fine, but I'd still prefer salted or like the butter one. Oh, yeah. Butter's good. Butter and toffee. Salt. They don't know about butter over here. Toffee's good. The toffee, toffee stuff you get. Ah, that shit's the bomb. Milk. Yeah. Toffee butter because it's good. I remember the wee man got the a bowl. pack and then he went back to his mom's and hadn't opened it and had that smashed in about twenty minutes. <laughs> and he came back. He came back with us. Oh, where's my popcorn? I was like. Popcorn. I'll let you in a gangster move here. <laughs> you get the butter or the salted popcorn, and then what you do is you put a little bit of like Parmesan cheese or a bit of Pecorino cheese in it, and then shake it up. Mm. And then that makes like a sort of cheesy popcorn. Let me just fucking be Let me just add popcorn. that to my grocery list. Oh. Pecorino, yeah. pecorino sure cheese is perfect for it because it's quite a salty cheese. Pecorino cheese. Man. Boom. Oh man, I'm gonna have to get yeah. some food when I get here, aren't I? Uh, so do we all say broth or sweet and salted? Yeah. Oh no, you yeah. said you said no. Okay, bro. Okay. J-Dub. Train wreck TV. Like Love Island. Jersey Shore. Big Brother. Lots of fans of those, but I just don't see the point. Nah. I'll be honest. I used to love Jersey Shore back in the day. Jersey Shore is good. But since then, like, the whole concept of reality TV just puts me right off. Because it's become a thing in itself. Mm -hmm. Like, it's become an ambition of people you're to right. be on it. It's people's ambition. And it gets a bit try-hard. It mm -hmm. used to be like a big ambition for people, but now, but you see the next generation that are coming up, their all ambition is to be YouTubers, YouTubers. and vloggers yeah. and yeah. bloggers. And so you see like the evolution of it. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Was he asking YouTubers and that I can get on board with because the majority of the time it is people trying to, like they're, they're good at something like, whether it's the, sure. the makeup artists or the movie reviewers or the podcasts. You know what I mean? Like it is, yeah. with his reality TV, just as, can I go on the TV and be more of an arsehole than this person, and then mm -hmm. maybe I'll get a clothing line. <laughs> but in saying that, there's a boy for uh, Jordy Shore, uh, Gary. Gary yeah. has, has made a mil has made millions since retiring because he started off as a clothing company, his holiday parts. You know I mean, so people like that who have played it well come out the other end, and fair play to them. But yeah. the actual thought of reality TV is a no from me. See, I I 
still, I don't like Love Island and stuff like that. And Big Brother totally died a death. But at the beginning, it was it was funny. Yes, it, it was. was. It was entertaining. But but you know, the first the few seasons of Big Brother was like normal people because mm-hmm. it hadn't been done before. But then so towards right. the end, it was like you had to have at least 20,000 followers on Instagram before you got in the... Yeah, that's what it's like The celebrity one and the normal one, were yeah. they, were, they weren't that far apart in terms of fame. Mm. Uh, so what are you going to say, bro or no? Still bro. <laughs> I, I do like the real housewives of like Orange County and stuff. <laughs> You know my stance on Love Island. It's going to be a bra from Andy Mack. No. No. Not at all. Oh, even. I think as it goes with the way the guests, so that's annoyingly, that means it's a bra. There you go, I win. In the bra of fame. The bra of fame. Aunt Tremarco, French fries. I don't need them ever, he says. I don't need them ever. Whoa, whoa, right. So let's talk here, right? Let's have a conversation here. KFC French fries, boom, bin them. Burger King French fries, Hit or a miss, but when they're good, they're good. They're on par. Yeah, they're yeah. good. McDonald's the French, recipe. have they? That's mm-hmm. hard because they used to be kind of crunchy. Yeah, they're not like that anymore. Oh, but then you got the OG, the Mac Daddy of French fries. Mm. Your Mac ADs ones. Yeah, we bit that whatever it's the powdered sugary salt that they put on there. Just oh, yeah. You take a good handful and I oh. love McDonald's fries. Jesus, I'm hungry. Me oh. Are we going back via? Um, Brooks, then on the way in, Mike. If you want to, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> uh, uh, this is uh, French fries or a bra. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Any way you slice it, no pun intended, you're getting a, you're getting some good potatoes. only just, if it wasn't for one of them you're about to get to, the most controversial one on the list tonight <laughs> in terms of how someone can even put it up there and say it's a no. They improve any dish. They do. One dish that chips, french fries don't improve. It's hard. You know what? I wasn't big on like pizza and chips until oh, I came here. Just now, spare yourself. Now, tell you I what, can... you got a wee, got a, speaking about chips, got a cheeky wee uh, Morrison's meal deal for the anniversary, Valentine's Day the other night. Hey. Um, Morris, was it Morris Piper? Mm-hmm. Morris Piper. Morris Piper. Who piped her? No, I'm Morris, Morris, <laughs> Morris Piper. Morris Piper. No, <laughs> Love his stuff. <laughs> No more hybrid. But anyway, <laughs> these chips were the fucking bomb, by the way. Then we a nice wee steak, wee bit of garlic, peppercorn butter. <laughs> Maris Piper's actually best potatoes to use for mashing. Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard. Fuck out, but yeah, that's. I'm sorry, Ant. That's got to be strike one. <laughs> you get two more. And look, look, Bobby Parker got put on a, a performance related <laughs> review, so I think that type of carry on. Watch your mouth, I Anthony. I challenge anyone to name me a dish that isn't improved by being served with French fries. You mm. know, if you think about it, you curry with French fries, like curry on chips, I was pizza the, and chips, was hamburger and chips. Everest Inn on the Sunday, didn't they fancy rice? I had a couple of pints. I got chips instead. Poured my karahi all over them bad boys. Karahi. It was amazing. What is the Is that... Nepalese? Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's like Nepalese and yeah, it's okay. beautiful, man. If you've oh, no been, get yourself been done. Perfect out. portions as well. You didn't come out, can you go to some of these, you come out like, oh, like the sm- smaller portions, but it's delicious. Cooked fresh, Everest in, tell your friend. Chatty loyal on podcast. Chatty loyal indeed. Um, yeah, so chips, I don't even know why we even talked about that. Mrs. Brown's Boys watched episode one, thought it was shit. Bobby Parker chimed in. Agreed. It's Doug Shite. Doug Shite. Doug Shite. That was actually quite good, Mike. 
Doug shite. Some of your, uh, your, your Scottish accents have been poor over the years, but that was one of your better ones. That was kind of my Sopranos. Oh, hey, dog, it's Doug shite. Doug shite. It's Doug shite. Oh, sorry. I have uh, never seen Mrs. Brown Boys, so... I've seen it once or twice. It's not my on TV. <sighs> it has funny moments. Yeah. Mm. There's funny moments in it, but... There, there's something about like the history in comedy of men dressing up as women <laughs> to play. If you think of, like Dame Edna and stuff like that, do you know uh, what I mean? But it's not my cup of tea. Do you not think it's weird that his actual wife is his daughter in the show? That um, must be strange to play. It must be strange to do. It's kind of odd. Mm. Just, yeah. That's a little weird. It is weird. I'm going to say no, because of what I've watched, it's never... I came up, no, I'm being a bit harsh. I'm going to say bro, because when I've seen it, it's made me chuckle, but I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. So I'm going to try and, I'm going to try and be kind. Be kind. And I'm going to say bro. Bro. However, Ant, I'm still reeling from that chips debacle, yeah. so I can't, I can't even <laughs> bring myself to be kind to you, my man. To be fair, I think it does make a killing off of, um, like, repeats and, like, being franchised to different places around the world and the live shows. They, they tend mm -hmm. to sound like huge fucking venues doing the live show. But Yeah, it's, it's huge. It is massive yeah. over here. But uh, it's, it's not... I wouldn't go out my way to watch it, but I'll say bro. I'll get a bro. Uh, for being kind, bro. Uh, yeah. Mike? Uh, I've never seen it. Never I've seen never it. seen one episode, so I don't know. Andy Mark? No. No? No. It's enough for you. Goes in the Brawl of Fame, though? No fame. No fame. You didn't say... Oh, no, it's fine, yeah. You didn't give... I don't know. You didn't cast judgment. No, it's fine. I'll, I'll check it out and shit on it happily, but <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> I'll check it out and shit on it happily. <laughs> <laughs> J-Dub. Vegemite. Some seem to love it. That's it's a no for me. huge in Australia. It is, Vegemite, yeah. like, they fucking love it over there. Is it like Marmite, is it? I think so. I think it's a different brand of the same cup of thing. I've never know. tasted it. Marmite's a no from me, so I've, I don't know if Vegemite's going to You know what? I should, I've never tasted it either. I should try it before I, I knock it, but yeah. nah, it doesn't seem like something I would eat. But you just spread it on toast, or what do you put it on? Yeah. Yeah? It's like a black kind of jelly? It's yeast extract is what it is. Mm. I love Marmite. Do you? Vegemite. Yeah, I've never actually had Vegemite itself because... We don't get it here. Yeah, Not that no, I know I've where you can get it. Vegemite? I can tell you right now, if I was going to Australia and they were dishing out slices of toast fucking lather than that, I'd be all over it. <laughs> what is it? I what is the flavour of it? What is it? It's its own kind is of it thing, just, isn't it? It's a yeast extract. I'm sure it tastes probably pretty similar to Marmite. Um, talk amongst yourselves and I'll find it. Hey. Cool that shit up. No, it I know I've seen a couple of commercials for um, like a peanut butter they're doing now. Maybe it's mixed with peanut butter? Marmite. Is that Marmite? I think it's oh, Marmite okay. peanut butter. All right. Mm, I don't know. I don't like... I like... Apparently, Vegemite is basically a ripoff of the British original, which is Marmite. So I'm okay. sure that... Yeah, so it's thing. just the same shit. Yeah, but it's just a blend of yeast extracts, salt, celery, onion extracts, that kind of thing. Um, Actually, that sounds all right. Strong, salty flavor. It's like... I'd try it's it. It's an acquired taste. I'll go bra. I like weird stuff like that. I'll go yeah. bra. I'll try it. I'm going to say no. Have you tried it? Yeah, yeah I've tried Marmite before and I was not a fan, so. All right. Yeah, I, I would try it. I think I, I quite like Marmite, so, yeah. Brawl of fame? Might be a brawl. Can I just throw in the Marmite are getting really good with, like, the snacks? 
like I like rice cakes. They do the rice cakes. Mm. They do the peanuts. You're speaking of the mm. snack master over Listen, here. Remember, I was telling you, I was going through the phase where I was eating the marmite cashews. Mm-hmm. Oh my good, good, fattening as fuck. But who cares, man? I just I love marmite. So yeah, I've tried them all. They're good. They do the crisps and that as well. We get the Walkers marmite flavor. Is marmite fat, fattening? Is it fatty stuff? I think it's probably the nuts. No, it's not really fat. Oh, the nuts, the nuts are. Oh, yeah. okay. Fat nuts. Sorry. Did we go around on that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was it ended up broad, Bro. I think. All right, Stephen Tosh. The UFC giving an award to the first of, to the first of its athletes to pass fifty drug tests without an issue. Not cheating is not an achievement. Also, some sports get tested that much in a year. Never mind a career. It's not about the testing. It's the fact that they're generally ahead of the curve when it comes to the testing. So it's all fine and well saying, well, she's not failed the drugs test. That doesn't mean that she's not been taking drugs. They're all very good at uh, staying one step ahead of the testers. So the testers are always playing a catch-up game on those who are cheating. So I say, congratulations on 50 clean tests. It's fair enough. Mm-hmm. But for all we know... Sure, it was Holly Holm. They're just ahead of nah. what they're able to test. But I, I can see what you mean. But as well as that, yeah, it shouldn't. Uh, no, nah, it shouldn't be. So I'm, I'm going to say no on that one. You're going to say no. I'll I say would no. I would let them take all the gear they wanted and then watch these two superhumans kick the bejesus <laughs> at each other. That'd be impressive. And then everyone in the crowd. <laughs> same in the NFL. Let them go hell for level and then double the length of the pitch. Yeah. Go watch them throw these 250 yard passes or whatever. That'd be impressive. Just I'd get watch robots that shit. to do it. <laughs> Those big robots. I'm going to say no. Got a no on the table. I don't know. On the fence. Would you celebrate uh, Usain Bolt because he'd had 100 drug tests but he hadn't failed? No, I wouldn't. No, I'd be celebrating that. No, No. That's true. Okay. I'll say no. Uh, Jay West says pickled eggs or pickled okra, peppers, etc. Bra. But then Stephen Tosh jumps in and says, hey, Jay West, been done. Andy Mack will eat anything pickled. He... <laughs> you better believe it. You go to that fridge now and get a jar of pickled hey. eggs. Hi-yo. That's for, that's for the after hours eating the pickle stuff, isn't it? <laughs> pickle stuff's brilliant. Yeah. No, thank you. No, uh, thank uh, you. Some of it I like. Yeah, I, I like a pickled onion. <laughs> We've done this, but I like a pickled onion with the cheese and the sausage. Yeah, I'll do that. What will be you, Amanda? Definitely all for the pickles. Yes. Yeah. All, for, all, all for the, the pickles. pickles. Can you have a chippy and not finish up with a pickled egg? Exactly. You, you can. Like, can. I've done it, <laughs> I've done it many times. Many times. Many times. Uh, Sandy Astronaut Pentland, who was on strike one, just like just like uh, Aunt Tremarco was on strike one for talking about not eating french fries, uh, Sandy Astronaut Pentland says, I don't really like pizza, to be honest. Outrageous. It's a suspendable offense. Absolutely outrageous. I don't even know what to say. Does she go on to expand like on why she doesn't like pizza? Um, well, Jordan chimed in and said, hold up. And then she wrote, like, I can eat it if I have to. It's just boring. You're not eating the right stuff. You're not eating the right You're pizza. You're not eating good pizza. No. Yeah. No. Even a mediocre pizza isn't boring. Yeah. But I can see I can see if she's eating the one pound jobs at a Morrison's. And I can see, but uh. if even if you're going to freeze them and get yourself a nice wee Chicago town. Oh, man. Chicago I'd, town's good. It's bro. Pizza's bro. Pizza's bro. A shadow of a doubt. Hans done. Um, UFC fighting is shite. Seen better scraps in a playground, says Bobby Parker. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you seeing in the playground kicking somebody in the face and then. Did you see a couple of nine year olds like rear naked choking their body? <laughs> Fuck up, Bobby. He's I, trolling. I, I, he's trolling. That's what he's saying. He's trolling, is Bobby. He's a suspicious guy, Bobby Parker. I, Limp handshake, I bet you. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
Andy Henderson, friend of the show, Andy Hendo. Shout out to Hendo. And dogs. He gets mad when I say it, when I call you and dogs, so I got to stop that. Uh, and dogs. Yeah, that's my nickname. my nickname. <laughs> um, <laughs> ben and Jerry's bra and our. Yeah. I wish I could eat it. Depends on the flavor. Mm. What, what would, what's your go-to Ben and Jerry's? Fish food. Okay. Ooh, okay yeah. Is that with the, the chocolate fish in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The peanut butter cup one's good. Mm, that sounds Or the good. one with the caramel core. I like cookie dough. I'm a big cookie dough guy. I won't say as much as I love it, these these flavors, this does not like me. Because you're mud butt? Oh, man. Yeah. It's a bit of lactose intolerance. Yeah. And it, it'll, fuck, it'll fuck up my day. Yeah. <laughs> it'll fuck up my day. It'll fuck up Megan's day. It'll fuck up anyone with a 12-foot radius. Your toilet. Yeah. It was, I saw something on Twitter the other day where it was like, it was like uh, people who have peanut allergies, keep that away from me. Don't even have it on the same flat as me. People who have <laughs> dairy allergies, oh, let me get two of those ice creams over there. <laughs> like literally the other day I went, I came home, uh, I went to the pub to watch the Celtic game, had a couple, came home and uh, made a couple of peanut butter sandwiches and poured a glass of milk and I sat there and Megan's like, no. is that cashew milk? And I was like, no. <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I really wanted milk and peanut butter sandwich. And she was right. Within about three hours, your, st- your stomach was, it was break a bad dancing. day. So I'm I'm going to say bra though because see when you're in the mood for a nice big tub of Ben and Jerry's, mm. I'm going to say bra. It's expensive and it doesn't need to be expensive, but I'll say bra. They also do a, a dairy free version now. Oh so shit! Okay. If it's dairy free, then it's bra. Okay, Guess what? Yeah. Head first, right yeah, in. I'm getting I'm some of that. Smash right in at Morrison's when I get Morrison's like an unofficial sponsor. You big oh, them mate, up so much. What, mate, I tweeted them the other day because the tunes they play in there, you cannot walk around Morrison's without hearing at least one banger. Jordan's getting his breakfast you, pack shirtless right in the aisle, dancing around. Telling you, absolutely love that shit, man. Morrison's loyal. Bobby Parker again. Oh. HS2 and Boris chatting about a big bridge across the Ireland. It's a double no for me. Boris can suck my cheek. <laughs> I've no time. Sorry to be so crass again, but I've no time for that fanny. <laughs> Absolute muppet. Looks like a milk. He looks like a burn victim. Like, <laughs> honestly, I've I've no time for him. He's about horrible... being kind. No, no, about being no, kind. No. There's being kind, and then there's people like him, who's a horrible, horrible, racist, misogynistic arse piece. And I've absolutely nothing positive to say about that man. And it goes against everything we've just talked about. But he does more damage to this country's mental health. Oh, thanks, Mike. Kind of surprise, time, guys. <laughs> that that guy that guy does more damage to this country than he does good. And he is one of the biggest perpetrators of the reason a lot of people are struggling these days. Mm. So fuck Boris Johnson. But they voted him in. We bro. voted him in. I didn't vote Did for we shit. Though? <laughs> Did we? No, we didn't vote him in. You're right. Sorry, <laughs> Amanda kindly brought us Kinder eggs, and I'm going to cool myself down now with a wee Kinder egg surprise. Um, Paul Lee, this is from last week. Paul Lee says, did we, "Oh, did we do the wait in the doctors last week?" I don't we know talked about it on the show before he'd even put it in. Oh, okay. The wait in the doctors, bra or not? I don't mind waiting in the doctors. It was one of the questions, I think, on that personality test, wasn't it? What would you do if you were at the doctor's? Oh, it was. You're right. You're right. Read a magazine. What's What's the time where you're like, all right, this is getting this is getting ridiculous now? How long would you have to be in the doctor's or oh, a dentist? Half an hour. More than thirty I minutes, think, then you're yeah, going. You're 30 like, minutes, hey, and then that's the. Probably. I was once in the doctor's surgery, and someone who I hadn't seen in a long time came up to me and said. Oh, what are you doing here? And I said, I've come to buy a fish. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't know what to say. He just went and sat down. <laughs> what, you, that's not what a question you, you ask. I know. You don't ask that question. Nice. <laughs> I'm here to buy a fish. Well played. 
So I'm now going to be obsessed with trying to build this. What's going on? Yeah. Right, Mike, um, also, David <laughs> Hunter. The podcast going on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're. we're so the rules are chewing on. <laughs> David Hunter says, "Storm Kira, a gnaw, total excuse for a storm." Storm Kira fucked a lot of shit up last week. Oh, I had a fucking leak in my roof. Me and Chuff's dad were like up on the roof on Saturday in the pissing rain and wind, trying to seal a wee crack in the building. I had to replaster a roof in the kitchen. Oh, pain in the hole. I need a roof, to, a roofer too. So if anyone knows a roofer, David Hunter probably You've knows You've been needing one. a roofer for about six months. Have you finished your crack yet? The crack's fine. They're coming back to paint the crack. But I need a roofer. So if anyone knows one, holler at me. I do actually know a roofer. Do you? Ooh. Yeah, I do. My mate Gav. Shoot him over to me, please. I will do. I'll send you his deets. Yeah. Anyway, um, Storm Kira. I usually, don't, I was saying this the other day, I don't mind a lot of the weather. But see, what I hate is wind. Yeah. Wind's just a pain in the arse. There's no way to dress against it. It's just cold. It's uncomfortable. I mean, it's handy if it's blown behind you and you're trying to get somewhere. You're half your time. You walk to work too, don't you? Yeah. A lot. Did you see that that flight from New York to London that made it 101 minutes early? No. Because it got caught in the main <laughs> part of Storm Kira, and it landed <clears throat> uh, JFK to Heathrow. I yeah. yeah. Or something. What was that? It landed in Kansas. No, no. Oh. <laughs> it, genuinely, it made, it, it made this trip an hour and a half early which is like a world record because the wind was so strong. That's it just wild. fucked the plane right over the chat. <laughs> so I'm going to say no, and I don't think anyone's going to say bro. Maybe the people, it did generate a lot of renewable electricity, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah probably. That's probably the only good thing. I mean, a lot of flooding it's bought because it's been raining every weekend, yeah. it seems like, for the last... I don't England know got fucked, man. Yeah, like, hammered. Time. Sorry, I'm so trapped up this fucking storm. I did get a little overtime, though, because of the storm, though, so that was cool. But besides that, it's definitely no, man. Definitely no. We got any more? We got any good ones to wrap? It? We got more? No, well, that's it. That, that was us? a good one. That was a good that round. Was a good one, yeah. yeah. The people have listened because ever since we had that sort of shite laugh. Yeah, shout out to everybody who did chime in on those uh, on the Facebook posts because yeah. we had a lot of engagement over the last two or three days. We thank you very much. We appreciate you. How are we looking for time there, Andy Mizak? Probably got time for uh, watching and listening. Hey. Hey. Boom. Right, I'll jump in. Uh, I watched Frankie Boyle's tour of Scotland. Absolutely amazing. So it's like him, he's he's doing uh, sort of like his pre-tour tour. He's doing smaller clubs and venues. Um, and he's doing round doing bits about Scottish history and stuff like that as well. Hilarious, man. That guy just cracks me up without fail every time I see him. I'm not getting Frankie Boyle at all. No? I controversial but I don't think he's funny mm. I just think I think it's, it's, it's a more it's a more popular opinion because I was speaking yeah. to a couple of my pals and they said the exact same thing they just don't mm-hmm. think he's funny but he just tickles me every yeah. time but anyway the, the show itself very good very well put together some decent bits of insight um, so I'm going to give that a 7 7 bananas I watched oh, crappy rom-com with Amy Schumer in it Trainwreck oh Four bananas. Not great. What happened to her? She kind of fell off. Maybe <laughs> it was that movie. She, she had a baby, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sure she had a baby. So that's probably just... Yeah, yeah I haven't seen her for ages. Um, I think I don't know if I thought it was... I finished Preacher Book 4. I've been talking about the Preacher books. I've got two more to read, but I don't get paid till Friday, so I'm Jones in for my Preacher. But that one keeps the score up. Nine bananas. That Honestly, if it, even if you've never read a graphic novel or a comic book... If someone you know has these books, read them. They're fucking brilliant. The illustration's brilliant. The storytelling's great. Like the characters, everything. Absolutely sensational. 
Um, so I've got the next two books. I'll probably have them finished by the time we do another show. Beautiful. Uh, and did I put something else on the list, Mike? My phone's Under the graveyard? Is that yours? No. I don't know what Must that is. You. I think I did write. I don't know what the hell I was thinking when I wrote that. I'm sure got one more. I need to start putting context on this list. Because <laughs> sometimes I just write stuff and I'm like, oh, what is that? Uh, train wreck. No, that's it. I've done very little this week. I'm about to start reading Dracula in the meantime. I've been meaning to read that since the start of the year. I'm currently on six books in a year. And we're in February. That's including the preacher ones, but I'm still counting them. So. Oh, cool. My uh, un unofficial New Year's resolution to read more has is going well. When do you read? When's your time to read? I usually like half an hour before I go to bed. Yeah. Usually get in, like, just get in bed, chill out for a bit. Megan usually has a load of TikToks that she saved that are hilarious. Watch those. <laughs> read for half an hour and then stick a wee podcast on and fall asleep. Oh, I love that everyone's getting on the TikTok. I feel like I'm like the it's, unofficial spokesperson for social media. It's good because it's some of it's absolute madness. Yeah. But it is fucking, some of it is genuinely really, really funny. It's creative too. And yeah, like for these people have eight second videos sometimes and you're, like, you're in pieces. So yeah. you've got to appreciate that much Maximizing. effort. Yeah. So we were in the library today. Um, I was waiting on my other daughter to get out of art club and I was with my other daughter doing homework. And my other daughter kept looking over her shoulder. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, those kids are making TikToks and I'm distracted. And I was like, what? And I looked over and they had the phone set on the ground. They were like doing all these dances. I was like, get these kids out of the library. My daughter's trying to learn here. <laughs> to be fair, like you, you've got to like, it, is, it seems completely alien to us, but like that's the thing now. Every kid on like from the age of like ten and up has a TikTok account. Yeah, and they're all trying to do it, and it's it's the thing. But it is like there's some genuinely good content on there. Yeah, it's funny. It's it very stuff fucking there. funny. Plus, yeah. either that or Megan sits and looks at videos of dogs. And that's yeah. I do that too. Yeah. The dodo. Yeah, <laughs> get a little cry going at night. Sometimes. <laughs> it's all right. Gotta let it out. What's that? What be your sale, Michael? Um, a handful of things. Um, Justin Bieber has a new album on Friday that came out. Friday came out. Very, very good. I'm a big Biebs fan, I've noticed. I, I had it on when I came to pick you up today, and I'll let you know. I got, this will be was? two weeks in a row. No, that wasn't it. Oh, but okay. I was like, I had soft shit on two weeks in a row. I think George's going to want to start thinking I want to kiss him. So I'm just going to turn this off. So I put on um, I put on 070 after that, actually. But Justin Bieber, he's got... It's not you can listen to it beginning to end. There's a couple of songs I would skip out though. There's a the handful of songs that I, I really, really like on there. I'm gonna give it an eight. Ooh, oh, strong eight. The Beebs is the Beebs is good. I like the Beebs a lot. I thought I didn't think he was gonna get off to a strong start with that song Yummy. I was like, oh God, what that is this? Was pesh. This that is was terrible. Absolutely garbage. Um but the, there are some really good tracks on there, so check it out. Um also I was listening to I was looking for a black thought mixtape but I couldn't find it but so I ended up listening to Streams of Thought volume 2 from Black Thought from uh, from the Roots man he he can rap like he, he it just sounds so effortless everything that he does just sounds super effortless he's legend man that's weird I was listening to the Roots this morning so so oh, nice. um, yeah I was listening to that I'll give, I'll give that I'll give that a 7 I'll give that a 7 yeah but he's just so it's just and his voice he's got a voice made for rap like it just sounds clear all the time I really like him um, we were watching uh, Who Killed Malcolm X I've seen on, on Netflix. the Netflix documentary. Yeah, it's always weird watching that type of like pro-black stuff with my like my white girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like we're sitting on the couch and they're like, "Yeah, he's like f the white man." Or I'm kind of like, "Not you, Connie. You're cool. You're we're, okay. not we're not talking about you." It's just back in the '60s. They didn't like us, so we had to talk that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, it's funny. The the reason how I came across this was because I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast. Listened to it twice a week religiously, um, and one of the guys on there was saying that. 
the the nation of Islam killed Malcolm X. And then a couple of weeks later, a guy kind of forcefully called up the podcast and was like, nah, that wasn't us. And everyone kind of got really awkward and quiet. And then in the documentary, it kind of says what the guy on the podcast was saying that they did kind of do it. And it was kind of like, uh, I don't know what's going on here. But it was a really, really interesting documentary. I, I remember seeing the movie with Denzel Washington when I was young. I actually left it in tears. That's how fucking jarring it was. It's, 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 I think it's probably my own naive. I don't actually know too much about Malcolm X because he's it's not... You learn bits about the civil rights movement and... School that part wouldn't have been covered, but, no. But you, you learn bits and pieces, but never in any sort of great detail. This country is really bad at not really covering the full aspect of its yeah. history. But you got your own history to kind of Yeah, but yeah, we've got our own history that we ignore as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, part of the most shocking thing about this documentary was that he got shot kind of like in this hole where he was giving a, a speech, and the podium that he was standing at was just riddled with bullets. He got killed. They took him out of there. They, you know, the police really didn't have much, you know, they weren't didn't have much emphasis when they were going to like get all the witnesses and everything. And then they, they didn't even take the podium out of the place to like for evidence. They put it downstairs in the basement. They cleaned up all the blood and then they had a party later on that night. Like it wasn't even like a crime scene or anything. It was kind of like, hey, well, he's dead. It's all right. Next it day. It was so systematic back in the 60s. It was ridiculous, wasn't it? It was it was one I read the other day and it was the first um child to go to first black child to go to an all-white school and to get in she had to be escorted by two state troopers because of how angry people got about it it was fucking so i i mean check it out because i think it's one of those things i think it's you probably yeah yeah it's you know. interesting to watch i only got through the first two episodes i think there's three or four um but i'll, I'll give it a i'll give it a six it was, it was good it's interesting to watch but the the narrator kind of is, is off-putting okay. but um it's, it's definitely worth a watch fair enough manda we've got yourself um, I'm watching a couple of Harlan Coben. I'd read the books, so oh. um, watching a couple of his um, series, All right. Stranger. I've just finished that one. Oh, is that a Harlan Coben one? Oh, yeah. oh is it? We're watching Safe. Not so sure about the Safe one, but that came out a couple of years ago, didn't it? Because a lot of folks have said when you finish the Stranger, it's the same. Safe. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. What, so you read so, Safe? Uh, I've read Stranger. Oh, okay. All right. What, what would you give Stranger? What's your review? Um, I would say about 8 out of 10. 8 bananas. Which is good. I'm like two episodes in, so no spoilers. No, I won't. What else you got? Um, I've just started watching Picard. Ooh, a lot of my friends have been Ooh, talking about that. Are you a big Trekkie? exciting. Well, I'm actually, I'm, I'm a bit of both. I'm, I, I like Star Wars and mm-hmm. Star Trek. But do you so. watch the original Star Trek series and that? Yes. Oh. So, See, I like Oh, it. you're a Trekkie. I like it. Well, yeah, Just, I do like It's like a bit of sci-fi. Yes. Nice. So. What are you giving Picard so far? Um, I would say, for me, it's a nine. Ooh, nine. Ooh. Ooh. I, I am loving it. I'm hooked, but... I've heard a lot of people Andy's say... Andy's itching too many high scores tonight. Eights and nines flying a bit. I heard that for Carter. It's one of those things that... Because it's such a well-loved thing that it could have been... If it was shit, then people would let you know about it, so... You've got to love John Luke Picard. Was it Patrick Stewart? That's what it is. I love Patrick Stewart. Yeah, man. Nine, nine bananas. You got anything else you want to share with the bays? Ballers. Just finished series five of Ballers. With The Rock. Good. Yeah. It wasn't as good as the other four series, though. Oh, really? I wasn't loving this series as much. Okay. All right. So for me, it was probably about a five or a six, Ooh, which see? was a shame. There's none worse than when a series doesn't wrap up like you'd want it to. No. Love The Rock, though. Love The Rock. Too. Gotta love The Rock. Love the rock. Yeah. Respect. I, I watched the, the eulogy 
for his dad. Oh, oh man, that was a bit. Absolute piece. I think I phoned I my dad after. I'm due for a cry, actually. Oh, so, yeah. Tell you what caught me was, oh, what was it I watched? <laughs> this is really sick. How I Met Your Mother. I cried at that the other day. I must have been having a shit day. <laughs> it was the episode where they find out they're pregnant, and I was just like, oh, I'm so happy for that. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, so, Ballers 5. See, mm-hmm. that'll, that'll make your old dad happy over there because that seems like it's a... Balancing. Yeah. <laughs> Andy doesn't like when things get too high score unless they're deserving. What about yourself, your old dad, Andy Mac? Well, what we got going on this week? We've been listening to a bit of Mono Neon. He's Ooh, a bass player. Right? Oh, right. You, got you me. might have seen him on like social media and that. He's always got like really like neon clothes and that and weird masks and stuff on. But he's like a, he's a bass player. He's the last bass p- player that Prince hired before he died. Uh, but he's always like jamming out over hip hop instrumentals and stuff like that. His bass style is outrageous. He's a lefty, but he plays a right-handed bass, so it's obviously strung upside down. A la kind of like Albert King style. Oh shit. Um, yeah, he's awesome. You listen about that. Um, have a look through the history here. More Boldy James this week, because obviously hey. the price of tea in China from last week. Uh, but there's a good track where Benny the Butcher just come out called Scrape the Bowl. Oh, I'm gonna nice, download it right now. <laughs> nice video for that. Uh, you know, I like the bowl. About Benny the Butcher. Some new Conway as well. Uh, I can't even remember what it's called. I need to get his SoundCloud up, but I know he's just dropped a couple of new tracks. Do I never realize that him and Westside Gun were brothers? Oh, me either. No, I never realised that they were brothers until, like, last week. And I just read an article, and it's like, oh, yeah, Westside Gun uh, is a brother of Conway. I was like, what? I didn't realise they were All brothers. Right. So, uh, yeah, been listening to a bit of Conway this week. So a lot of that Griselda stuff, there was another Griselda one I listened to, which I'll give a good score of seven, which was uh, Cruiserweight Coke, I think it was called. So they've been <laughs> dropping a whole load of new sort of music individually and collectively. Mm. Um so yeah, going with that. Um, and other than that, I don't think I've watched anything because I've been in the studio mixing all fucking week, um, which has been good. Listen to the Roots this morning. Things mm. fall apart. Album classic. Um, even though that's like what twenty, nearly twenty five years old. Now? That's mental, man. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. But I'll give that a retrospective of nine point five. Oh, it's, it's, it's an all time classic album. Um, other than that, I'm just let me just quickly skim the YouTube history, see what's going on. Um, nah, I, I I don't think I've watched any documentaries or anything this week or any podcasts anything like that. So I'm just going to cut it there this week. Well, one more thing I watched. Um, Oh, because it was the end of power last week. Okay. Um, and now he's there. It's going to be like, sh- you know, shoot off episodes after that where everyone gets their own series or whatever. But 50 Cent was doing the rounds, especially around the New York media. And uh, I can watch any interview that man does because right. you never know what's going to come out of his he mouth. He loves a fucking wind up. This oh, 50, man. Right? He, he's, yeah, it just had flashbacks to like the days when he was actually rapping. He would go up to like Funkmaster Flex and he would talk to him for an hour. And it's like, Oh man, love listening to Fifty Talk. Man, love listening to him talk. And it's good to see his evolution. It's good to see hip hop going from a place where it's like, "Hey, let's just rap," and then now we're not doing shit now. To people like, "Hey, I've rapped. I've did very well in rap, and now I've moved on to something else, and I'm doing very well in that." It's good to see a mogul. Yeah, he's moving on to the mogul status. Good yeah, shit. it's good to see more just and more. Just to of tie that. up, remember earlier on you talked about was it the Rock had brought out his own tequila, and Conor McGregor's got a whiskey now, and uh, Jorge Masvidal's got his own tequila now. But this is all the shit that Puff Daddy and all that were doing fucking 20 years ago, man. Yeah. They're following, a lot of them are following that same blueprint. It's not just to be successful or a star in your chosen field. It's to be, as you say, uh, looking to be billionaire business. Can't what make money in music anymore. We talked about how fleeting it all is nowadays. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean artists don't make money from selling records the way they used to? I mean, so yeah. No, because nobody knows the price of a stream, so it's kind of like you know what? I know the price of a bottle of vodka though, so we can make sure yeah. that Let's we can make, put this in stores. And... That it's much easier to put your name on a decent uh, bottle of whiskey. Speaking of Diddy, like he's got really like he's always wears sunglasses, but his eyes are really super intense. And did you see him speaking at the Grammys? Um, he no. was talking about how I think they were talking about streams actually. Oh no, we're talking about people not getting recognized at the Grammys, certain certain hip hop acts, and it was just super motivational. And it's just that drive. His drive is so strong. When it came through the video, and I was like, "Yo, you make me want to go make a song about, or something." Like, you talk about, we've talked about these four. These guys, like guys like LeBron James, Lionel Messi, Ronaldo, they've made more money than they're ever going to spend in their life. Mm-hmm. So that can't be what's getting them out of bed in the morning. It's the fact that they want to be the best at what they do. LeBron could have retired five years ago, but he's what thirty six years old. Yeah, still one of the best players in that league by a long shot. Do you know what I mean? And as old as fuck. In terms of an athlete. Yes. Yeah. In terms of an athlete. You know what I mean? Say, it's not that much. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> but like, you know I mean? like <laughs> no, right. if that was me, I'd have made my first couple of million. I'd think, okay, well, I could probably live quite comfortably now from now until the day yeah. I die. No, you're all die. Your old you're dad's got that championship mentality. Or oh, when it all, till like, they literally, so the wheels come off. off. The court, wheels man, come like, off. That's right. what it's all about. Legacy. Well, let's wrap it up on that note. So thank you very much, Amanda, for coming on. Thank you. Um, do you want to give out the details of the club again? Yep, it's Women's Wellbeing Club. Um, we meet every Tuesday at the Cath Day Centre in Leadside, Perth, um, half past six till half past eight. Excellent. So, yeah, get yourselves down. Or if That's you it. think, you know, like you say, we'll share out the Facebook details and everything like that as well. So, you know, I mean, if you feel like you could benefit or someone you know or anything, be kind. Exactly. Please do. There we go. You can be anything, be kind. Exactly. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Podbean Monkey Swordfight Podcast. You can email us, monkeyswordfightpodcast at gmail.com. I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I am also on Twitter at underscore M Dots. I'm on Twitter at Macapella. Thank you once again for your time and listening. Peace. Peace. I almost said at Macapella there. Huh? That, was, that was weird. <laughs>